This episode of a podcast called Fred contains spoilers for The Handmaid's Tale and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ladies and gentlemen, no, Fred, we are your father, for this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Yeah, it is. (laughs) And yeah, yeah we are. (laughs) Cue the music. (laughs) I'm a Wayne Cellini. I'm a Fulvia Cantarmaggio. Welcome to a podcast called Fred. Yes, we're a bit delusional. Yes. Just yep. this week, yes. Yep. We have the giggles. We tonight. have the giggles. Mm-hmm. And why not? That's mm-hmm. fine. It's okay. It's a funny Father's Day today. It is, yes. yes. Down under. Happy Dad Day. Happy Father's Day to pa- all the... Papa, can you hear me? Yes. <laughs> Everybody, all the dads listening. Yeah. Um... How has the week been for people who wants to go first? Wayne, Fulia, you decide. I don't mind. Yeah, it's been a pretty good fortnight for me since I last spoke to uh, you all. Yes, it's been a, been a minute. Yes, it has. Yeah. No, um, you know, look, plodding along. Uh, watching uh, a, a few TV shows now. And yeah, so started... Um, 13 Reasons Why. Oh, the new season? Yes. Oh, so have I. Have started it. I've only gone into... Finished second episode though. Oh, okay. So yes. I'm only a couple of episodes ahead of you. Yeah. yeah I'm I, taking it a bit slow. Yeah, same. Uh, because I have to say I'm not quite hooked yet. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm getting hooked. Like the more I go along, I'm, I'm getting more into it. But the start was a bit rough. Yeah. I'm hearing that of this season. But I have yeah. to say two episodes into season three, I'm already reflecting that maybe they should have just left it as a one season uh-huh. limited yep. series that just adapted the book and Correct. off we go. But, yes. you know, I've we've started. Yeah, we're, we're, just, we're, we're committed now. In for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so I've started watching that. Kendall, since the last time we spoke, we've both finished Handmaid's Tale. Yes. Season three. Oh my God. <laughs> I may have said this once or 50 billion times. Mm. It is by far one of the greatest television shows. Yeah. Definitely made in our lifetime, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's a lot of TV shows to to, That's a lot. To compete against, but it cold. is absolutely there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The ending mm-hmm. of season three. Oh my God. Loved it. Yeah. I, yeah, I, um, I enjoyed it, but I just, you know, I, mm. I got emotional at the end. Mm. Um, but, um, cause I, I, part of me wasn't expecting, you know, something positive to happen. Yes. Um, and then it did and it was really nice. But then it wasn't entirely positive because, you know, yes. our heroine's in a bit of trouble again. Yes. But in saying that, as soon as they've announced a season four before season three ends, you go, Well she clearly not leaving Gilead. Yeah. <laughs> you know. No, and I wasn't entirely surprised yeah. by that either. It was well done though. It was very well because, done. Because uh, she was still victorious mm. in what she wanted she was. to do. She still did yeah. got it done. So yeah. Did you cry? Because there was actually a moment where I cried at the end of that scene, what, of that episode. What moment did you cry at? There were a lot of tearjerker moments. Yeah. But you know what actually got me? Mm. Is when the kids arrive in Canada. 
And the little girl is reunited with her father. Yeah. That actually got me crying. Oh, uh, no, yeah. I, I don't blame you. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I didn't actually cry during the episode, but I definitely... Yeah. That, that Those happy reunions yeah. were... Gosh, that got um, me in the feels. It was I so, mean, like, random. Very, <laughs> yeah. yeah, very emotional. And it was so, like... I, I freaking love um, Samira Wiley, who plays... Um, uh, Moira. Yes. Um, Such a great character. She's a great character, a great actress. Yeah. Um, and that just seeing her walk onto the plane and they're all there and seeing her face. Yes. Oh, man. It was just lovely. And how lovely that, you know, the, the Martha of the household, one that's always followed June along, that she's actually oh, escaped. Oh, she got out. It was so rewarding. Oh, it was so lovely. I know. And then she got to um, finally meet um, June's husband. Yeah, I forget Luke. his name. Luke, yes. One thing that I really adored, and this was more reflective because I saw somebody post it on Twitter, mm-hmm. was that, like, I think it was like at the end of season one, after Emily had done the whole baby incident on the mm-hmm. bridge, mm-hmm. and, you know, her punishment is to get stoned to death. Yeah. And, you know, it works out well for Emily. Yes. And June is the first person to put the rock down, to mm. refuse to stone her. Correct. And then the women follow suit. Yeah. So in the finale of season three, after June gets shot, Emily is the first person to pick up a stone to like attack the guard and distract him oh. to save June. And I was just like, oh, I didn't even make that connection. Oh I God. didn't either. Somebody like did the two little um, screen caps together yeah. on Twitter. And I was like, this show is so amazing. <laughs> it's just so beautiful. That's brilliant. And we've just spoiled it for a bunch of people, but yes. it's still worth watching. <laughs> it really is. Because it's so, it's incredible. Yeah. Beautiful I think talented. it does not matter what you know about Handmaid's Tale. Nothing will, nothing prepares you no. for what the show gives you. Yeah. you. You know, somebody could just relay the entire, the entire plot to and you. And you still won't. It, yeah. And it just, yeah. words cannot describe how no. brilliant this show is. Not at all. It has to end around season five. End it on a high. I don't think they can no. stretch it out. It's no. not going to be a long show. End it on a high. But yeah, yeah so that were some of my TV highlights. Amazing. I also went to the movies recently Ooh. and you and I saw the same movie, but on different days. Correct. <laughs> different we, days. We did. So and yeah, review Yeah, we'll on. talk about that later. But yes. my movie going experience I just wanted to share with you all. Yes. So I went uh, when I was available, wasn't available to, to see it with you, Kendall. So I went the following morning. Mm-hmm. And there was 493 seats in the cinema. And I was the only one sitting in one of them in my session. That's insane. So I had the world's biggest lounge room all to myself. And because it's me, I still sat in my allocated seat. Yes, good. <laughs> I, just did. I, I didn't move center because I love to sit in an aisle. And I was like, well, I don't really have anyone around me. I'll move to the center. I lasted about three seconds. I'm like, no, nah, back to my seat. <laughs> that's where I'm comfortable. That's where I want to be. And you know, as soon as someone actually would have walked in, <laughs> yeah, it'd exactly. be their seat. Right? Which is hilarious because not even an usher walked in at any stage. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, in, yeah, I was in like a, a luxe cinema. So, you know, the screen is bigger than normal. It's louder than normal. And it's actually a curved, a bit of a curved screen, I think. Yeah. So it didn't really matter where you sat. It was all pretty, Ooh, pretty spectacular. Cool. But yes, but yeah, saw uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yes. which I can't wait to discuss. Yes, I'm, I'm excited. So keen yes. to, to get your thoughts on this film. Likewise. Yeah. Likewise. Uh, so, yeah, look, that's been me, being being creative and, and um, watching other people's stories on screen and um, spoiling stories for you all. <laughs> <laughs> And, it's fine. Awesome. Yeah. And look, earlier today, being as we've recorded this on Father's Day, 
Papa came over and um, hosted afternoon tea. Lovely. Yes, so that was lovely. So it was just tea and savouries. Nice. And we stuffed our faces. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's wonderful. Full, what have you been up to? I've been working on. <laughs> Yay! I'm so tired. I am sorry because I've just been telling you what an easy life yeah. I've had lately. <laughs> Uh, yes, so I've been um, I've been working all weekend, so that's why if if my if I elaborate a lot, <laughs> you'll know why. <laughs> Unlike you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it'll be even more elaborations. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's unlike you. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be nonsensical. Yep, that's unlike you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Break, anyway, break it down. Your yes. week. So, um, this past weekend, I've been working at the Melbourne esports event yes. over at the um, Melbourne Olympic and Parks. Uh, so they had tournaments running for Overwatch, for um, uh, League of Legends, um, being the biggest one. Oh yeah. Um, and oh, there was another big one that they were doing. I think they were also they were doing like Fortnite games. Um, they were doing uh, Minecraft, Rocket League. Um, yeah, like they even they had all three of the arenas open to you know all attendees so they can go in and watch the games being played. Um, and also uh, they gave the opportunity for the actual attendees to participate in some smaller competitions so they can bring, they were allowed to bring in their own controllers. They were allowed to bring in their own um, laptops and iPads and whatnot so they can do all the gaming they want to do inside. Mm. Outside on the Oval, they had a massive inflatable uh, obstacle course called the Monster, which looked like fun, but I wasn't allowed to go on it. <laughs> were you too short? No, I'm not allowed to. I was working. Oh, right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have. I would have ran into that thing. Because, you know, those rides have height restrictions. <laughs> more, maybe more of an issue for me than you. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not that short. Yeah. Settle down. You're three <laughs> centimetres taller than me. Okay. <laughs> Only it's not, three. It's not like Kendall's height, yeah? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I am I am giraffe. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so apart from working there, I've also been... Um, you know, doing my regular Fred content, Incompetent Gamers, Ooh. with Foolish Fuji on Fridays, Whee! playing Lego uh, The Incredibles, which has been a lot of fun, uh, and also a big learning curve for, piece, for a PC gamer that's really new to it, like me. Um, I've also been, you know, going to my regular piano lessons. I've gone and done some shenanigans recordings. Mm. Um, we, you know, we dropped the monthly this week. Yeah, we did. Mm. And, um, one big highlight of the week for me was going to the Kiala Settle concert. Yeah. Yes. Um, that was on Monday night, uh, last week. And it was a very intimate pop-up concert with Kiala and, uh, some of the band members from the Hugh Jackman show, including a couple of the backup dancers, uh, best backup dance, backup singers, mm. um, they've got incredible voices. Absolutely incredible I voices. Think backup singers, as a as a general rule, yeah. are totally underrated. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They, yeah. they even made a documentary about them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's called Twenty Feet from Stardom. Wow. I haven't seen it, but I hear it's phenomenal. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, and Hugh Jackman gave those backup singers a chance to shine on stage. Oh yeah. At his at his shows. That's cool. If you've ever seen like a concert, because obviously 
none of us would have been able to attend. But if you see footage of a concert of Elvis Presley, mm. his backup singers are amazing. Oh, yeah? Like, just, they're incredible women. Wow. Yeah, his backup singers were always top-notch, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, so, yeah, Kiala said it was definitely a big highlight for me this week. Um, in terms of um, content that I've been viewing on the screens, um, I finished... The first season of Miracle Workers, which was oh. great. There was only eight episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all they've got up on stand at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure whether it's continuing on or not. I'd like there to be another season because it's really funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so now that i finished the US sitcom, now it's on to a British one again. Uh, and, I, and I've watched the uh, pilot episode of Black Adder. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Which is really interesting seeing Rowan Atkinson talk. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that I'm used to seeing him in Mr. Bean. Yeah. <laughs> but he is an absolutely amazing actor. Yeah. Even like back he's, then. He's a comedy genius. Oh, yeah. Love him. So yeah. good. Um, and in terms of viewing on the big screen, I went to see the big phenomenon anime film Weathering with You. Mm. And I will talk more about it in in um, quickie review. But it, all I'm going to say is that it was amazing. Mm. Loved it. Awesome. Nice. Very that's, good. That's been my week. Great. How about you, Kendall? <laughs> How about me? Me, me, my week. Um, let's see. What have I done? Yes. Collectible Chaos went up. New episode. Mm-hmm. Great episode. Thank you very loved much. Loved it, loved it. Thank you. <laughs> I've gotten a lot of good uh, feedback from that, which has been really nice. Um, yes, top 10 Michael Jackson moments celebrating the King of Pop's birthday this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of, there mm-hmm. were uh, quite a few Michael Jackson songs being played at that inflatable <laughs> um, obstacle course, yes. which was really good because I was standing at the gate searching bags and stuff and all I could hear was music blaring and as soon as Michael Jackson popped up, I'm just like dancing yeah. in the spot when there was nothing around. Oh, so yes, so continue. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. No, no. You're going to bring, bring up MJ. Feel yes. free. <laughs> Anytime. Um, yes, so that's awesome. And then monthly, of course, was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> we thought it was a terrible episode. Oh, we And did. it's getting so much it was a good, good feedback. Yeah, yeah. We, were, we were very out of it because we, we didn't eat dinner. We recorded and then we had dinner afterwards. Yes. We probably should have done the other way. What are you all thinking now? <laughs> I know. But well, good content, apparently. Yeah. I know. Apparently it worked out for the best. You should do it every time. <laughs> absolutely. It was uh, a huge playback on, on its sort yeah. of opening night. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm, very cool. Um, so thanks to everyone that's listened to that. Yes, yeah. thank you. Uh, and if you haven't listened to it, check it out. Yeah, do it. Do it, do it, do it. Um, what else? What else? What else? I feel like I did something on Wednesday night, but I I mustn't have, must not have done anything on Wednesday movies. night. No, that was, I, movies was Monday night. Mm-hmm. Yes, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on Monday night. Uh, Thursday, I had a day with the family. Mm-hmm. Um Mum and Dad came down from Bendigo and nice. came and saw my new place for the first time. Did they like it? They did. Oh, good. <laughs> they approved. And, <laughs> and uh, I, I cleaned it to make it 
sure it was up to mum's standards. Um, <laughs> we can never get it to our mother's standards. No, no, we can't. But she did remark that I, she's like, you've finally grown up. And I'm like, I've been trying to tell you that <laughs> for a while. Doesn't matter how old you are. No. Yeah. yeah. No. You still feel like you're seven. Yep. <laughs> when uh, the folks yep, are around. You do. But no, that was a really good day. Um, because it was my brother's birthday. Mm. Um, he was born on Michael Jackson's birthday. He's a lucky bastard. <laughs> um, Happy birthday, brother. Yes, yes. Jordan. Jordan. Jordan Happy birthday. birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Talented musician. Yes, he is. Very much so. Um, so, yeah, so we had went out for lunch, had a really good meal and a couple of drinks. That was awesome. Uh, and then I spent the night um, with my brother at his place with his housemates just drinking and hanging out and stuff had pizza for dinner nice really good really good um (laughs) yeah and then i've just been working and i went to a games night on saturday night which was a lot of fun um played a few rounds of a game called werewolf i don't know if anyone i think i've heard of it here's her it's so much fun good party game we should next time you do a games night for you we should probably get someone who has werewolf or maybe philip yeah philip probably does yeah he's got a lot of games every Um, game ever created yeah Yeah. (laughs) but yeah that was a lot of fun and then now i'm here with you lovely people yeah the highlight of your week no doubt oh it's always a highlight of my week Love it. You're welcome. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're so humble in the friendship. I know. <laughs> so humble. Yeah. Ah, oh, awesome. So that was the week that was with us. Absolutely. Yes. Let's check in with the week that was in the nerdy news. Yeah. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Alright, Wayne's going to be happy because there's no Marvel news this week. For the first time in a long time. Wow. Mm. How did that happen? There's usually no Marvel news when I'm hosting and Kendall's away. (laughs) (laughs) That's not an editor's choice. Hmm. Mm. I'm looking at Mr. Black. (laughs) (laughs) I really like that guy. <laughs> Can we not talk about him right now? <laughs> Kendall, I love you reading the news, but I feel like, you know, maybe to give you a rest every now and then, he should come back once in a while, don't you think? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no <laughs> comment. That's no comment. I'm not. Fool you, man. If she likes I you. I have nothing to they say. They exchanged phone numbers. Ooh. That's, yeah, behind your back. Some shenanigans behind your back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> I shake my head at you, man. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't supposed to tell anybody that you and Mr. Black have been seeing each other. <laughs> oh, okay, sure. I can keep a secret. Please continue. Post this with the most S. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Shaking it off. Shaking it off. So, news of the nerdydoms. Let's go. We have a director confirmation Probably I've lost count now how mm. many we're on, but for the upcoming uh, long-awaited Flash movie starring Ezra Miller, <laughs> uh, this name that is now being thrown in in the uh, the bucket, if you will, is Andy Muschietti, who is the director of both It Chapter One and Two. Yeah, he is. Uh, chapter Two is out this week. 
I'm so excited. Um, anyway, um, but he's yeah, he said he's while he's being interviewed during doing all the press tours for it chapter two that uh, his next movie is The Flash. So cool. looks pretty promising. Yeah. Is it confirmed again guaranteed in writing? Yes, looks like. Doesn't say he's like openly saying, "Oh, this he is the said, next film I'm doing." He says yeah. yes. He says yes. Producers have said yes. Okay, so good. it looks like it's it looks like it's a go. So cool. all right, fingers crossed. DC <laughs> fans will finally get the Flash film we want. Flashpoint paradox, please. Um, <laughs> yes. Absolutely. More DC news. We've got some casting news for James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. A couple of awesome names being thrown in the mix. Uh, one, one confirmed, one's a maybe at this point. Uh, Nathan Fillion will be joining the cast. <laughs> yep, of The Suicide Squad. <laughs> in an undisclosed role. Because he's really good mates with James Gunn and he's been in a lot of James Gunn's Mm. movies. Of course. So this is no surprise. Yeah. um, But cannot wait to see who he's playing. The other name that is a maybe at this stage, hopefully a yes, but a maybe for now, is Taika Waititi. Could very well possibly be crossing crossing the streams (laughs) (laughs) and appearing in a DCEU film Mm. in some capacity. But it's just a rumour, so we're not not sure what's going to happen there. So finally the man will have some taste. (laughs) Keep going, Kendall. Oh, I will. (laughs) Uh, I will, just ignoring that remark. Um, Star Wars news. It's been a big big news week for Star Wars fans uh, following... The awesome announcements at D23 last week. We've got a couple of more things that came out. Uh, the first big thing, of course, was the release of new footage from the Rise of Skywalker <gasps> that set the world on fire. Holy crap. Leaving it glowing a bit of red, I mm. think. Oh my goodness. Mm. Yes. Um, we didn't include this in Trailer Park because it's not a proper trailer for the movie but it's a very good retrospective if you will piece kind of really emphasizing that this shit is ending Mm. Uh, everything's led to this everything is led to this and to here to where we are and then of course there's that reveal right at the end with a dark ray Mm. yes with a red lightsaber holy moly looking insane and I don't believe it I think it's a, I, per, I personally think it's a vision or it's something. Yeah. I don't think they yeah. would they would put a reveal like that in a trailer. Or, they however, could, they could be conning us. However, yes, it's Disney. Who knows what they're doing? Yeah. Um, I, I sense that my initial reaction was, well, maybe Ray has been seduced to the dark side, but if she has been, it's a temporary thing. It's just a momentary thing, or mm. she's faking out, maybe. Mm. Yeah, but has she gone full dark side? No, no, I don't. I, I don't think they would end the franchise no. like this. No, no, I agree. I don't think so. But um, it's it looked pretty badass. If you haven't oh, seen the footage, it's amazing. That lightsaber! Check it out. Oh, holy moly, it flips yeah. out like yeah. a flip phone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that it yeah. does. My that goodness. It does. <laughs> yeah, it looked amazing. Um, yes, very cool video. Check that out online now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got another announcement about the up- upcoming amazing Obi-Wan Kenobi series starring Ewan McGregor. Um, we got a timeline confirmation as to where it's going to take place eight years after Revenge of the Sith. So mm. eight years since we saw him um, give Luke to... Uh, 
uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru mm. on Tatooine and went to live off as Ben Kenobi. So interesting, interesting mm. indeed. I was reading about it, and there are there are talks of uh, maybe uh, Crimson Dawn from uh, Solo, a Star Wars story, popping up because that movie's set sort of around that time um, as well as as the series will be. So, and because we know Darth Maul is alive, mm. uh, you know. I think it would be pretty amazing if we could see Obi-Wan and Darth Maul fight it out. Yeah. And, you know, play it. There was a whole storyline that took place in the, the yeah, yeah, Clone Wars TV series that had Obi-Wan and, uh, <laughs> yeah, fully is kind of getting real excited over there. Yeah, so I think <laughs> I think we're going to... I think I, I put some money that we're going to see Obi-Wan and... And Darth Maul maybe face off, but that's just that's just speculation at this point. But you nerdy senses are saying this. That's that's where my yeah, I think that's a no brainer cool. for me. And I, it'd be it'd be fan service, yes, but it would be glorious. Yeah, so, especially if you've got all these different events leading up to it. Yes, as and well. especially if they're not planning on continuing anything from Solo at this stage. Yeah, which I don't feel like they... they yeah, def- definitely not in terms and of cinema. I don't yeah, think. no, but they did a really good job of setting it up. That yeah. at the end, with, with that reveal of Darth Maul mm. um, at the end. So, yeah, who knows? Exciting things coming. All right, moving on into some other news now. Some Simpsons news I wanted to mention. Um, they have officially said, Matt Groening officially has said that Apu is not going to be written out of the show. Woohoo! Even though there were talks. Mm-hmm. Very appropriate reaction. Um, <laughs> even though there have been talks for a while after controversy, you know, um, regarding him. We've talked about it on the podcast before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that Groening's put his foot down and said, no, we're keeping him. He's a staple of the show. Um, and, you know, now he, he, he even said something along the lines of now is a time where, you know, Everyone just wants to have a problem with everything yeah. and, and pull things and apart and pick mm. them, make them out to be something that they're not really. So, um, yeah, it's good. So don't, don't compromise your creativity, people. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Um, yes. So it's good to see him sticking around. Excellent. Um, some horror movie news that Ooh. Wayne is very excited about, I'm sure. And Fulia too for this franchise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> The glare to match the, the <laughs> snare there. That was great. <laughs> um, so some casting news for the upcoming Halloween Kills. Awesome actor Anthony Michael Hall will be playing the role of Tommy Doyle, mm. who was in the original film. Am I correct? He is in. He's played by multiple actors in okay. the original franchise. Okay. And one of those actors is Mr. Paul Rudd. No way. Yes. Paul, Paul Rudd was in a Halloween movie? Yeah, very early on in his career. And he wow. had played... Tommy Doyle. He played Tommy Doyle. He did. There you go. Yeah. So with Tommy Doyle, now it's interesting because these this new sort of line of Halloween movies ignores a lot of the sequels, yeah. including where Tommy Doyle once existed. Yeah. So since we're retconning it, it's going to introduce Tommy Doyle now. Oh, not okay. as in <clears throat> return him like they did with Laurie. Got because you. he is not in the original. He's not in the original. No. Oh, I didn't he know that. He comes into the sequels, yeah. Oh, okay. So that's interesting. Yeah, but yes, Paul Rudd early on in his career played Mr. Tommy Doyle. Wow, I'm going to yeah. have to look that up. That's fantastic. Um, and also uh, the f- original film's director and the current film's producer slash uh, you know, composer... 
John Carpenter, the, the icon, the legend. The man, the, the one and only. The man himself will yeah. be returning to uh, compose the music, the score, that eerie, mm. eerie, unsettling score oh, for so the good. for Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Yes. So that's 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 awesome. Yeah. Not surprising to hear at all, but fantastic news. Oh, absolutely. It's welcome news. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, some not so welcome news. Leslie Jones is leaving SNL. Um, she announced this week when they're, they're about to, uh, start their 45th season or something along the, like it's, they're going up there. Crazy. It's crazy. But, um, no, she's decided she wants to focus on film and, uh, other TV roles, which is really good for her. Cause you know, she's incredibly talented and mm-hmm. very funny. So it'd be cool to see what she does Absolutely. next. Um, and I did think I, I read this when I was reading about Leslie, I wanted to mention that. Um, they've just announced a bunch of hosts that they're having for um, the next season that's starting soon. One of them is Eddie Murphy. Oh, wow. Oh. He's returning to, to SNL for the first time in 35 years. Wow. He hasn't been back since his mm. heyday. So yeah. very exciting. wonder what they did to convince him. Look at the state of his career, fully. Not much convincing needed. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> like, really. He think, I think we're about to head into the Murphy Renaissance, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. Um, so that's exciting. And speaking of exciting, lastly in the news, looks like Australia is going to be getting their very own drag race. Hey. <laughs> Next year in 2020. Uh, I don't know what channel it's going to be on yet, and they haven't confirmed too much, but it just looks like the show is a go, and we will be having a lot of fun with that. Yeah, it'll be interesting, because there is already a UK version of it. Correct. And RuPaul actually hosts that one. Oh. So... Oh, whether or not we'll get RuPaul down here. Yeah, I... Feel like we won't. I feel like we won't because either. then it's you know three different corners of the earth. Yeah. Uh, for him, but that'll be interesting though because then it'll be the first official like drag race without RuPaul as That's a host. Sure, it's like I so said. Do you call it RuPaul's Drag Race yeah. Australia or, or what do you just, call yeah, it? Yeah, or just Drag Race Australia perhaps. Yeah, or... yeah. you know who should host it? Yeah, Cornyak. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that. Yeah, <laughs> Cornyak should yes. host it. She would be amazing. Courtney, I'd marry you in a heartbeat. Just putting it out there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so married. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um. So that's the nerdy news. Yeah. Uh. Anything you guys want to touch on, or shall yeah. we move on? So, Fulia, how does Tommy Doyle entering Halloween affect your fan fiction that you're working on? Just out of curiosity. So Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Star Wars. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That I'm the um. The extra footage video that we got on Star Wars was just absolutely amazing, and I'm actually um, uh, I'm actually interested in why they decided to cut it. You know, the little bit at the start where they cut all the different films together. They actually started with the original, then went to the prequels, and then to the yeah. So no. that's the way they've cut it together, yeah. uh, rather than the actual. Instead of, instead of going from episode one, two, the three. The narrative, yeah. yeah. Which I actually would have preferred. Yeah, I would yeah. have preferred. I, I, yeah. I appreciate and respect the nostalgia and just, let's be honest, the quality of the originals. Mm. Um, you know, it's a lot superior to the prequels, but I th- I'm, I'm a fan of the prequels. But I still would have had them in chronological yeah. order because if you're saying, well, you know, this is how it all ends... Well, tell us from the beginning. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, you're right. Makes sense. Yeah. It does make sense. Uh, that's probably the only the only thing 
if you could say anything negative, if you want to use negative as a word here, mm. yeah, that would be well, the was, that was the main thing that I really noticed out of that, yeah. apart from the extra footage that we got from Rise of Skywalker, which yeah. I am very excited about. Yeah, <laughs> looks good. It looks yeah. good. Also, three PO had red eyes too. Yeah, well, yeah, nice. I don't know what's going on there. Don't be messing around with three PO. Uh. As a child, I bawled my eyes out in that scene in Empire Strikes oh, Back. Oh, I know when he gets blown. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> you might see my lip tremble even now as an adult when it happens. Yeah. yeah. The gays always cop it. Like it does not matter what genre. <laughs> Like, just always cop it. And you know what? He's a fighter. He is a fighter. To Isn't it, yeah. he a king to the Ewoks? He's a god. They think he's a god. He's a god to the Ewoks. Yeah. So he's more, he's more like a queen to the Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> a goddess to the Ewoks. Yeah, no fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, just to reiterate, it looks yeah. so good. And I, 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 I'm so excited mm. to see what they're doing yeah. with it and how they're wrapping it up. Um, and it was nice to see one little shot of, of Carrie in there yes. as well. Yeah. And it looked like a new, not digitally altered in any way kind of shot yeah. as well. So they've done a really good job. Yeah, I think mm. so too. I yeah. think so. I think it'll be, you know, everyone's sort of supportive of Carrie being in this film in the way that she's yeah. going to be represented and all these things. So I think that's just lovely. Yeah. So it'll be a nice send off, I think. I think yeah. it will be as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be very emotional. Yeah. There's a lot of exciting things happening this week. I feel. Yeah. Like a lot of these things tick my boxes. For um, sure. Yeah. With, uh, with the Simpsons, I'm going to have to talk about the Simpsons cause it's me. Yes. Yeah. Good. I do love the fact that Apu is sticking around. Um, look, the politics are the politics. I don't think that people should ever, you know, cave to their artistic vision. Whether history then says that, that artistic vision is insensitive or incorrect, we'll let history decide on that one. Yeah. You know, a creativity does tend to get a pass. Maybe it shouldn't sometimes. Mm. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the documentary, the, the problem with Apu, which mm. is, a, is an interesting documentary, it is a good documentary, I have seen it, wasn't really picking on Apu per se. No. Just using the character yeah. as a vessel to open a broader conversation. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I felt like the pressure on The Simpsons was very unjust. Yeah, mm. no, that's um, fair. Totally fair. More than anything else. But yeah, like, but it was exciting to see that Apu would stay. Since Apu, this has been in the news a bit, there wasn't another article that surfaced, and it's not really news, but I'll mention it just because it's Simpsons related. And I didn't know this, Kendall, I don't know if you would have found this out I'm assuming you would not have known. <laughs> but I don't know if you already knew this because I didn't. But there was talks early on, like quite a few years back, of Krusty getting his own spin-off series. Oh, really? Live action. Really? Played by Dan, who voices him. No way. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And, and Matt Groening saying how he thought it would be cool to be the first you know, like a uh, spin-off, live-action spin-off from, a, from, an, from an animated, animated show. Yeah, same actor playing, yeah. That would be so interesting. Yeah, it like ended up like being, oh, I don't think we could ever afford this or rah, 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 yeah. whatever. I would have loved, even though it just went for a season. It would have been yeah. pretty, pretty magical to see. And let's be honest, like, you know, Dan has got a gorgeous face, but we know Krusty is the way he is. And yeah. it would have been almost something grotesque about it, yeah. but in a beautiful way. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would have been really interesting. Yeah. Well, cause then I'm just picturing Kelsey Grammer as such. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I feel like they wouldn't have like yellowed their skin or anything. No, they, they would, would have kept they their normal have. skin tones, yeah, but yeah. 
oh, it would have been just wonderful to have seen even as just a, as a one-off, I think. Yeah, no, fair. Yeah, I yeah. would have I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah, I'm very curious. Yeah, but I've only heard about that. Um, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, I, did, I didn't know week. about it. I didn't know yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. That's unreal. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Thanks and Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. Halloween, Halloween. I still need to watch last year's film. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. you will enjoy it. Yeah, yeah I but, imagine I would. Admittedly, and horror movies are horror movies, doesn't do anything all that new. No. But it does what it does really well. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I really like it. Very good. Jamie Lee Curtis is amazing. Of she's, yeah, yeah. She's fantastic in everything. Badass. Badass lady. Badass. Badass lady. Yeah. <laughs> Fully is looking at me like, shut up. Talking about scary movies. <laughs> is it because we're like um, contradicting some of the stuff you've got in your fan fiction? Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yes. let's move on, please. Moving on. Let's move on. I was hoping right. you'd give us some like insights and stuff like that. No. Well, you're the like only writer in history who doesn't want to talk about their work. Is that right? Because I'm not a writer. <laughs> well, yeah. we'll see once you you publish those on your Halloween fan blog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the nerdy news. <laughs> yes. That is the nerdy news. It's done. Yep. Thank you. Dusted. Let's roll on up to the trailer park. Let's yes. do it. Yes. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. It's trailer park time. Yay! Yay. Uh, we've got three pretty great trailers to discuss this week. Ooh. Oh, all right. Uh, which one shall we start with? Should we go bottom to top? Or Yeah. Yep, I like that. Good, <laughs> yep. good. I thought so. I was going to go the other way around, but sure. Hmm. <laughs> 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 or we could go middle, bottom, top. So That's the, a compromise. The Aeronauts. Yes, thank was, you. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm going to the first film that we saw. Fulia, your thoughts? Um, I'm really, I'm really interested in this one. Um, very historical. Eddie Redmayne. Holy crap! Yes, Eddie Redmayne, Felicity Jones, re- oh, reunited again. My goodness. Yes, I can't wait. Yes, you like it? Looks it? good. Looks yes. good. Yes, interesting. I am in. Awesome. Yay, good. Um, I, re- I really like this trailer. It uh, looks like it's based on a true story, and I'm always here for those kind of movies. Um, and it looks really intense. It looks kind of a mixture of between, like, ad- you know, that, like, adventure film, sort of, you know, that magic that, like, Indiana Jones mm. has, like that kind of, you know. Um, but then it just, towards the end of the trailer, got really intense. Oh, yeah. Because you're not sure if, you know... If, if they're both going to make it out. I mean, obviously, they both do if there's a movie now. But, like, maybe one of them doesn't. Who knows? We don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. I think it looks really great. Really sh- slick trailer. Slick movie. I think it'll be pretty enjoyable. Yeah, it's very polished. Very polished. Yeah. No, I do like the look of this one as well. I don't know if it grabs me enough to really say, oh, I'll be there opening night. But, um, no, I like the story behind it. Yeah. Um, I love the two leads. Yeah. Absolutely love them. Lovable. Uh, there seems to be a bit of whimsy. Yes. In this. There was a, you know, a beautiful moment with a lot of butterflies. Mm. And admittedly, I just thought, oh, do butterflies ever go that high? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Mm-hmm. But it looks beautiful. Yeah. Mm. So I almost feel like it's going to um, use its creative license a lot. Not a bad thing mm. at all. No. Um, because. 
because a lot of stuff seems to be happening up there in the air <laughs> for these two folks mm. in the balloon. Mm. But as you would expect, you know, uh, early days of that type of navigation and, and, and flight. Uh, but, yeah, it just it comes across like a nice movie. Mm. You know, it doesn't seem anything too spectacular. But, I don't know, the, the trailer sold the story pretty well, I felt. Yeah, yeah I, I did. Look, so. I love the colour palette. I love the way yeah. it looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah no, like it's not that high up on the list for me to be honest. No, no, but no. I think it looks like it looks like a pretty cool movie. Mm. Yeah, definitely something I might check out at some point for sure. Yes, yeah, yeah. excellent. Um, so, the Aeronauts will be available on streaming services, uh, Amazon Prime, um, from the twentieth of December. Mm. Um, it is getting a theatrical release in the states on the sixth of December. Right, as well. Um, probably so it can qualify for any kind of Oscar yeah. attention that it might or might not get. Um, but yes, we all have it on Amazon Prime just before Christmas. Okay, next trailer is a uh, trailer two for the upcoming Terminator Dark Fate. Ooh, yeah. Okay, so we've got a bit better idea of what the story of the film is now. Mm. Um, what are your thoughts? This... I'm getting the the Terminator Two vibes. Yes. Out of this, like yes, the, sure. the the intensity, the action, the visuals. Like you almost wonder how much bigger Terminator Two would have been with today's technology. Mm. I mean, mm. it was such a huge event when it came out. I remember. Yeah. Uh, it was phenomenal uh, film too, actually. Great uh, film. You know, the original for me, I, I still think is the best of the franchise. I oh, think. Yeah, oh, I just love. The, I just love the the edgy. B grade, <laughs> yeah, feel to it. And yeah, yeah. Fair. No, I, it's not as you know as shiny, I suppose. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, like I, I really like it, but a lot, really enjoy Terminator Two, and I don't mind a lot of the other Terminators that followed. Actually, they're they're fun. They, they have their place. They're okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean they don't stack up to one they're and not, two, but they're no. pretty. But you know, a lot a lot of them, not all of them, are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, this though, I feel like takes us back to that Terminator Two vibe. I love the look of this. Yeah. I love Sarah Connor in this. Linda Hamilton, my gosh. Yes. You are amazing. Yes. You know, like this is Sarah Connor. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. So good. Yeah, I, I, I love the effects. It looks very um, aggressive, mm-hmm. like very full on. Mm. Some great action sequences in it. Yeah. I think fans of the franchise are going to be really happy with this. I think so too. The trailer alone. Put a huge smile on my face and mm. was like, yeah, I, I'm in for popcorn entertainment at its best for this one, I feel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well said. Mm. Awesome. Fulia, what do you think? I've never watched any of the Terminator films, so this one's one of those ones where I probably won't go see. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looked interesting for a trailer. That's probably as much as I can really say, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it was cut so, well, you know, the way that the, the score sort of, you know, Jars up towards the end, and all like all those. It's a really well made trailer. Yeah, it was a good trailer. Yeah, yeah. The um, only thing, I, the only thing I know out of the Terminator being that it was actually Arnie that started it, and um, of course his most quotable line "I'll be back" yes. has now been reintroduced in a new form of someone oh, else saying that "I'll was, be back." That was great. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just, just on a bridge, it. drops a grenade, and then says the line and walks off. So funny. Like a boss. Yeah. Like amazing. Yeah. There's always those lovely touches of humor because they are such bleak stories. You know, we're talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about, <laughs> you know, end of the world. End of the world. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's lovely to have that touch of humor where mm. it's, 
Yeah, it's delivered so dryly and so perfectly. Yeah, and it's just, amazing. Yeah, um, I really like the trailer. Um, I'm. It was kind of bordering on whether or not it showed a little too much. Maybe this is true. Bordering, like it didn't spoil yeah. it, but it, it it was getting there, approaching that. Yeah, I agree. Um, for me, but um, still a really good trailer. Really nice to, to kind of see what the story they're telling is. Um, and it just it just looks really really good. Uh, the action, like the action, looks great. Just yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah, really keen mm. to see because what you said about you know how would it have been to see T two with mm. today's technology? I feel like that's what this movie is. I think so too. It's yeah. what it's exactly going to be, mm. uh, and I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Um, so Terminator Dark Fate will be out on Halloween, thirty hey. first of October. Hey there going to be sweet. All right. But before that, we're going to get this upcoming film that I cannot fucking wait to see. Mm-hmm. Like, strap it on me, around, <laughs> everywhere. I need it right now, please. Mm-hmm. And that is Joker. Yep. We have our final trailer. Fulia, I want I want your thoughts, please. Yeah, I was excited when I first saw the teaser trailer for it, but then now that I know what it's about, um, it's a bit too dark for my taste. So I probably won't go see this. Really? Yeah, nah. I, look, I've never really been a DC fan like from the beginning. So for me, the Joker story hasn't really been, um, well, proof from the pudding of Fred Watch. <laughs> really, Batman, for the Batman <laughs> Fred Watch <laughs> wasn't really a fan of the Joker story in that, so I don't know how much of a story, um, how much I'm gonna like this particular story of a Joker. So, okay, fair yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. That's okay. Um, I'm yeah, no surprises. In loved it, love it, great. Give it to me now. Um, basically, I do have to say I think the first trailer was better. I really liked. The, what it's introduced and set up and the way it did it um, and it didn't show too much. This trailer is kind of... Have it all. It's having a little... It's given us a bit more. Yeah. Um, not too much more, but a little bit more. And but it's kind of, and it's kind of showing similar stuff in just different ways. Mm. So I'm just kind of like, just give it to me already. I just want it. I want it now. Like, yeah. I, I'm done. I'm, you already sold me. Like, yeah, I'm exactly, already yeah. I'm already in. Um, I do want to mention... Though, uh, before I we pass it over to Wayne, um, the film has been getting rave reviews already. Uh, it's playing, I, th- I think it played at Venice Film Festival this week, and the, the talk is good. And uh, there have been some early reviews that have gone online mm. already, and uh, IGN, for example, have given it a 10 out of 10. Wow. And Oscar buzz is a happening. Wow. So I am... Yeah. Wayne, what are your thoughts? We have a movie here that is directed by one of America's cinema's greatest directors of all time. Yes. The story is about the greatest comic book villain of all time. And regardless of what camp you sit on, no one denies this for a reason. Yeah, correct. And he is being played by who I think is one of the most underrated actors of his generation. I agree. Yeah, for sure. It's an incredibly winning formula. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I am being extraordinarily restrained 
because if I don't restrain myself, I'm about to scream at the top of my lungs <laughs> how excited I am for this movie. Yay. And how much I really love this trailer. Yeah. I agree with you, Kendall. I showed a lot. And I don't want to see any more now. Yeah. So if further trailers come out, which probably unlikely based yeah. on its release. And my, if there is another one, there'll only be one more. Yeah. But I would like to avoid that because yeah, I same. want to really experience this no, movie. I, I, yeah. I just want to strap in yeah. and let it happen. Um, <laughs> Martin Scorsese is just... Yeah. Yeah. It's so like, good to see him involved yes. with this story and yeah. and just... And automatically, it's, it's going to be like when Burton did Batman. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get a conventional story. No. You know, like Burton's films, and he's been criticized for this, but I think people, I definitely love it, love that it's a Burton movie with mm. Batman in it because the take is different. The same is boring. You know what I mean? This is a Joker story like we've never seen before, you can tell. Oh, yeah. And one that we'll never see again. This is one, it's self-contained. It's, yep. you, can do, you can do anything with the Joker because he doesn't have a history. Yeah. So there's no right or wrong. No. You know, every portrayal is in a, is in a vacuum. Yeah. And that's what's so magical about him. Mm-hmm. You can do anything with this maniac. And I love the color palette. Yeah, it's I gorgeous, isn't it? I love the way it's filmed. Yeah. It just looks so beautiful. Mm. We're going to get a really nuanced performance from Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. And I am in love with him. Yes. And I think he is amazing. Yeah, he's I, I can't wait for this. I know. I really can't wait for this. Mm. Um, no pressure, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure at all. No. I mean, but yeah, because, you know, Scorsese answers to me. But <laughs> I just... Yeah, I yeah. just... Uh, this yeah, this yeah. is the movie I'm most excited to watch this year. Yeah, um, I think I will save now that Endgame has come and gone. Yeah, yes, definitely Joker is now yeah. where my my brain's at, yeah. and Rise of Skywalker. But yeah, Joker. Yeah, for sure. When are we going to see this? Kendall? When? Well, it's so close. It's only like four weeks away now. We'll yeah. be out on the third of October. Can't wait. <gasps> Oh, good shit. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. Fantastic. All right. That was Trailer Park. Rolling on out. Mm-hmm. And that means it's time for a couple of quickie reviews. Quickie review. I think Fulia should go first. Okay. Because um, <laughs> Wayne and I might talk for a little bit longer than a quickie review. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> potentially. Right. And I really want to hear about this anime. Yeah, yes. it looks beautiful. So, uh, I went and saw the um, most popular new film, um, Weathering With You, who, which was um, written and directed by the same writer and director that made... Uh, your name. Mm. Oh, cool! And that is um, Makoto Shinkai, and he is brilliant. <laughs> this story is pretty much a teenage love story, and it's about a girl who controls the weather in a in a way that um, she it, she's known as the Sunshine Girl. Mm-hmm. And when it's uh, this story takes place in a um, in a universe where Tokyo is, you know, just inundated with rain every day, nonstop, oh. just doesn't stop, just keeps raining. And so, um, she, one day, you know, her mother passes away, but before she does, uh, 
I think before or after she dies, she dies. Um, she runs up to um, a particular garden where the sun was shining down onto a um, onto a onto a gate, and uh, like a little shrine gate. Mm-hmm. And she walks through it, praying so hard that when she passes through it, she makes the day become sunny. Oh, that's why she's known as the Sunshine Girl. And so she now possesses this power to bring sunshine to Tokyo by praying. Wow. Yeah. And one day, I think there's a there's another character, which is the main character, whose name is Taki. And he comes across um, the girl Mitsuha. And he is he's the, this runaway kid who ran away from home to Tokyo to and he's only like 16 mm. um, and so what happens is he's like 15 16 he goes to Tokyo he's got nowhere to stay so he's out on the streets he's homeless mm. and one day um, this man brings him into his home and says all right I'm gonna help you out because I've saved your life already because he was a you know something I can't remember what it was exactly but he all, he almost died, mm. and this man saved his life for him. And so he's like, "All right, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to give you a place to stay in exchange. You're going to do some work for me." Yeah. And he works for like a magazine, like he's a sort of like a publisher, but he's very small. Yeah. Um. And so he's like, "Great, I've got somewhere to work. I've got somewhere to to somewhere to stay." Um. And then yeah, and they you know uh, Mitsuha and Taki's paths paths cross. And, you know, they find a liking to each other, become friends, and then Taki starts falling in love with her, <laughs> and then so on and so on. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful film. I absolutely loved it. The story was gorgeous. Mm. And it, it gets to a point where, like, I pretty much got emotional wow. towards oh. the end. It's, it's just so beautiful. Yeah. Um, and the way that this anime has been put together... God, it's breathtaking. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I'm a big anime fan, and I loved your name. Mm. So this was definitely up there um, in terms of how good it was going to look. Yeah, and it is. Yeah, it is just phenomenal. I loved it. Aesthetically, it looks beautiful. Oh my yeah. goodness! Uh, it just there are some some scenes where you look at it. You look at the scene, and it's almost like you're looking at a picture, like a photo. Oh. Of, of like a, a, an area of Tokyo. Yeah. It, that's almost how realistic they've made it. But it's 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 animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just so awesome to see. And I loved it. And yeah. I give it a five out of five. Wow. Yay. I recommend people go see this. It is a beautiful story. Where did you go see it? I actually saw it at Reading Cinemas. But um, it's actually been shown at Hoyts and Village okay. as well. But I think the run's about to end. Yes. Um, so if you want to see it, see it as soon as possible. Okay. And did you watch it in English or was it subtitled? No. So there's no dubbing. This is actually in Japanese with English subtitles. The way to do it. And you know what? I actually appreciated it this time around. Yeah. Because I'm more of the person that would go and watch an anime dubbed in English. Yeah. Because for me, it's just easier because then I can watch the watch what's going on without having to read. Yeah, like really focus. But in this film, they don't actually... In action film, in action animes, mm. 
they talk really fast. Yes, yeah. So that's why the subtitles run past really quickly. Yeah. In this film, it's actually nicely paced that yeah. I could actually read through it. Take it all in. And take it all in and understand what's going on and still be able to see what's going on on the screen as well. Yeah. So it's definitely worth seeing. Nice. Go see it. <laughs> nice. Good review. Thank you. Excellent. All what, right. What did we watch, Kendall? We watched the ninth film from Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I certainly did. So, how was it? Hmm. Look, a, lo- a lot of a lot of buzz, a lot of hype. Yep. But I think Tarantino's going to get that with every film because yep. it's Tarantino. Tarantino. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. And when you've got a Tarantino film, you kind of know what to expect. Yeah. You know, there's certain ground rules. They're going to be lengthy. You're going to have extensive scenes of dialogue. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And especially of his more later films... You're going to have some cartoony <laughs> elements, and I'm talking about the violence more than anything. Yeah. So in that realm, uh, this film did not disappoint. Yeah, <laughs> it sure. Delivered what it, it ticks all those boxes. Delivered what it promised. So uh, what is the synopsis of this film? Yeah. Synopsis? Yeah. Well, basically, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is playing this uh, TV actor called Rick Dalton. It's kind of past his heyday a little bit and he's having uh, problems with that. Uh, does not want to be a has-been. Um, and his best friend uh, is also his stunt double, um, Cliff Booth, played by Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Um, and the two of them are inseparable uh, throughout most of the film, mm-hmm. which is which is great yep. for fans of both actors to see them sharing the screen together for the first time ever, believe it or not. Um yeah, so, so it's basically, uh, there's not really much story. It's really just a snapshot of, of Hollywood uh, with, with Cliff and Rick at the center of it uh, in 1969. Yeah. Um, and Rick Dalton just happens to live next door to Sharon Tate and Roman Polanski. Um, Sharon <laughs> Tate is played by uh, Margot Robbie, mm-hmm. uh, and she does a wonderful job as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, and it's just... So it's just, that's kind of the scene that is set. And then there's, you know, the Manson family thrown in there as well. Because mm-hmm. uh, Charles Manson had his, bit, you know, followers living out on this ranch in Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, just outside of Los Angeles. And, uh, yeah, they... History did not end well for Sharon Tate, but Tarantino's version ends things a bit different. Yes. Okay. Um, Wayne, what did you think of that? Yeah, well, for me, I was interested to see how the um, Sharon Tate element of the film would play out. Mm. So Tarantino has played with history before. We saw that with Inglorious Bastards, where he's flipped history. Yes. And this is the film in itself, again, because it, like you said, Kendall, it's set in 1969, so it is a period piece. And it's looking at a historical moment. So the Tate murders are regarded as when, you know, the, the bubble burst, I suppose, mm. of the innocence of, of Hollywood and when the golden era of Hollywood ended. Yeah. And, you know, films then being made were anti-establishment and all of these things. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the hippie era yeah. <laughs> was not so innocent, no. you know, now. So it would be interesting to see how that's, would be played out. So if Tarantino subverts it, which is a relief, <laughs> actually, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of Sharon Tate and I reviewed a, a film on Fred watch, a written review earlier this year that l- took 
creative liberty with the incident that was her untimely death and was quite offended by it based uh, you know from a fan's point of view it was very exploitative mm. so with Tarantino and because we know what type of films he makes you automatically go in there with slight trepidation mm. and you know the a bit of background there is Sharon Tate's sister um, when she found out about this movie was very vocal against it like absolutely was like no no I you know <laughs> it's it's don't do this type thing and Tarantino actually sent um, Deborah Tate the script Oh. Yeah, um, she read it, and then was very vocal about its about being approval uh, her approval of it. Oh, great! So she uh, approved the script uh, because of the way her sister is represented in it. Mm. She approved it so much that Margot Robbie actually wears some of Sharon Tate's jewelry in oh, the film. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's the the level of approval. That's so special. Yeah. So because you know the the these. The murder of Sharon Tate is just uh, famous in terms of Hollywood history, even just American criminal history, because yeah. it is linked to Charles Manson. Yeah. So it gets a lot of discussion. There's a lot of coverage. So I can appreciate, or at least respect, how the family will always be <laughs> hesitant when a representation happens. Mm, so I'm all for the way it actually plays out. Mm-hmm. There is, however, a sad undertone to it, because mm. you... You, yeah. you, you can't distance that it didn't turn out that way. No. Um, the violence is over the top, all of these different things. But again, it's a Tarantino film. Um, it's played with some humour as well. I found the gags here a bit more subtle than most of his other films. Yeah. Um, I love the performances in this movie. Performances make this movie for me. Oh, I just... Especially Leo. DiCaprio, Pitt, Robbie. Yeah. Outstanding. They, yeah, they're yeah. all they're all amazing. Yeah. They're all amazing. Um, it, it's a long movie. It is. A lot of people put emphasis the fact that it goes for just over two and a half hours. Yeah, just over. So what did you reckon? About the, did the running time affect the way you enjoyed it or did you not enjoy no, it? No, no, no. The running time was, was fine. Um, it didn't, you know, really phase me too much. I can see why it would phase some people. But, <clears throat> you know, as you said, mm. it's Tarantino and this yeah. is what he does. He doesn't do anything short. Um, and I, so I was fine with it. And I was, you know... I found myself enjoying a lot of it mm. as well. I mean, there was a lot of a lot of stuff that wasn't really necessary to to really show or include. But then there were a lot of really great scenes mm. that uh, I really I really liked. Was there a moment that you remember that you go, oh, didn't really need to see that? Um. Well, I mean, in terms of maybe uh, setting things up and then not paying them off properly. Okay. So like when when Cliff goes to the ranch and he wants to see George. <sighs> And then he sees George, <laughs> and it's nothing happens. That was brilliant, though. But it was no, it was good. It was good because yeah. he's building the anticipation so hot. Yeah, it's like an anticlimax. So what happens, uh, Fully, is that we know, and the way it's the way it's cut, the way the people are on these ranches, that there there's something sinister going on. Mm-hmm. And Brad Pitt visits to this ranch because it belongs to an old colleague of his. Yep, and he's told, "Oh no." He's fine. He's just sleeping, rah-rah. And he's navigating through corridors to get to his friend and all of this stuff. And the tension mounts. The tension mounts. And then we realize that everyone was telling the truth all along. So then Mm. we're safe again. Yeah. And then Brad Pitt's character goes to leave. And people are watching. And, you know, his his tire was was knifed. 
Yeah, that's right. Hmm? His tire was like slashed. Yes, yes, one of them had slashed. And he confronts the person who does it, and there's an altercation, and you don't know how that's going to pan out. So, you know, we were sort of heightened just that little bit again, and then we release that tension again. There's going to be another altercation, but then it doesn't happen. He gets away before anything else. Tarantino does this extraordinarily well. He does, yeah. Scene I have to say, though, Kendall, is one of my favorites in the film. No, it's a good good scene, but yeah, it's just one of those. It's. Yeah, it's just one of those. I just wanted to sh- see shit hit the fan. But yeah, it's holding off though because yeah. when it does, it goes over the top uh, later on. You know. There, yeah, later on, it's 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 great. Like yeah, yeah and that dog man. Yes. So there was discussion, and I have to say, I'm going to mention this because I was thinking this when this happened too. So we've got Bruce Lee in this movie. Mm. A representation of Bruce Lee, I should say. Yes, correct. And he and Brad Pitt's character get into a physical altercation, and. It's a draw, we yeah. could argue. Yeah. But if you had to give points, Brad Pitt's character wins yeah. over Bruce Lee. And you go, what? I was going to say, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Bruce Lee on The Green Hornet was not allowed to do his own stunts because he didn't hold back and he was hurting his other actors. So that's why he had to have a stunt double. Not because he couldn't do them, but yeah. because he was injuring them. <laughs> so... Which just seems kind of redundant yeah. to me. And you just kind of go, oh, and I was saying, you go, no, I don't really believe that, Tarantino. I don't really believe it. However, it plants the seed because it needs to emphasize how strong Pitt's character is yeah. for the final scenes yeah. to work. Yeah. I get it. And, Tar- and I was, I've been reading up on this film afterwards now because I was just so, oh, hello. Um, <laughs> and, you know, Tarantino said, he goes, look, if, if you put Bruce Lee up against Dracula, who would win? Dracula, because he's a fictitious character. Mm. Brad Pitt's character is a fictitious character, so you can't say he wouldn't sort of... Yeah, you can't say either way. Because you don't know. He doesn't exist. Yeah, there's a lot of wonderful moments um, in this film. Yeah, Yeah. well, that's that's, that scene, like, for all the, um, you know, people online have been a bit upset about the way Bruce Lee's portrayed in the film, and I can totally understand that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely not a, uh, it's like, it's like you said, it's a, it's a sort of a weird, yeah. it's a representation of him. It's not actually who he was. No. It's Tarantino's version yes. of Bruce Lee. And I think when you say that it's, it's fine to me because the, that whole sequence with, with, um, with Brad Pitt and Kurt Russell and then leading into that yeah. and then the way it ends mm. with, you know, like, I, I love that whole, that, that was one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. Yeah. It was so enjoyable. Yeah. I really, yeah. I really liked that too. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Yeah. There yeah. Was, it was, there's also a moment where we're looking at the action unfold and mm-hmm. we're watching Leo DiCaprio's character um, act, but it's like we are watching from the director's point of view, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can actually... He's, he's doing his scene, and he kind of stuffs up, and you hear the director, who's played by Quentin Tarantino, I believe. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. can't, you know, do it again, rah, rah, because he's filming yeah. a TV show. So instead of us seeing the camera filming him, we just see it from the normal lens, which I thought was really no, interesting. No, I like that. I thought yeah. that, was, that was cool. Yeah. If I had to maybe trim the film at all, I felt like that sequence went too long. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, because it's just... it's. Not just, but it's showing this character working and, yes, working his way to building his own self-esteem and so forth. So it is important. Mm. But in the same breath, DiCaprio is so outstanding in that entire sequence. 
it would be a shame to leave it on the cutting room floor. Yeah, fair. So you go, I would trim it, but I really wouldn't. Let's be honest. Yeah. 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 Um, but you, you trim it, but you'd feel bad about yeah, it. Yeah, you really would. Yeah. yeah. Like for me, this was a bit, again, as a, just to, to summarize, because this is a, a clearly a quickie review. Clearly. Uh, for me, it's, it feels like it's in the same um, vein and, and spirit of Inglorious Bastards. For but sure. it's more of a watered down. I don't think it satisfies as much as Inglorious no, Bastards. No, I agree. And I love the little reference to it as well at the beginning, mm. <laughs> which is gorgeous. But it does what it does well. Like, yeah. I, um, I was not disappointed in this film at all. Um, I give it a very high four out of five. Okay. Yeah. How about cool. you, Kendall? Three and a half. Three and a half for you? Three and a half out of five for me. Yeah. <laughs> fucking flamethrower. <laughs> that There's was... that moment where he's like, oh, it's, you know, can we get something not as hot? And it's like, it's a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah. There's uh, a few great chuckles I, in this one. Yeah. I, Leo better get, uh, he's going to get nominated for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's but wonderful. I, I hope he wins. It'd be great. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, that's that done. Absolutely. And dusted. Yep. Which means it's now time. <laughs> popcorn culture yeah it is <laughs> yes it's popcorn culture time the main event has arrived yes and Fulia. yes what was the question we asked everybody last so last week we asked you fellow fred fans uh what are your thoughts on spider-man exiting the mcu and the future of peter parker on film so, yes, I'm just going to rip the band-aid off. Wayne. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Gut reaction. What is your gut reaction on this? Look. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you can, if you want, you can give a serious answer and you can give a trolling answer. Kendall, I never troll you. I'm always legitimate with <laughs> oh, really? you. Yeah. Um, I'm always legitimate with you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Lies. And I will be legitimate with you right now. <laughs> Okay. Because I, like, we're all comic book movie fans here. We are. We're all nerds here. We like, you know, we, we do we do enjoy a good comic book movie. Yes. Some of us should enjoy some of them a bit more. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But anyway. That's a dig. I am. Um, I digress. <laughs> Look, I speak for everybody in the Fred Shed when I just say good riddance, really. Um, I just think it was about bloody time we got rid of the brat. What were your thoughts? I am joking. You better be. It is about bloody time that we go, don't you think? No. Incorrect. Wrong. Spider-Man is one of the more interesting characters in the MCU, so it is really disappointing. Yes. Tom Holland is outstanding. He's, yeah. I think we've had some really good portrayals yeah. of Spider-Man. Yeah, and we have. You know, and it's not really to it's not really fair to, to pit one against the other. They're different franchises, different takes, different versions. So Tom Holland doing what, what he does is just phenomenal. I really mm. love him as Peter Parker. I love him as Spider-Man. I was excited to see somebody so young play Spider-Man. I remember when uh, the you know the teaser of him first you know grabbing onto Captain America's shield, and he's delivers his line. I remember the online feedback on that, mm. and everyone's going like, "What? They've got a kid to play Spider-Man? What? Who? What is this guy? Twelve? And I just remember going in my head, 
Heaven forbid they actually cast somebody close to Peter Parker's age to play Peter Parker. (laughs) And I just have to say, I'm glad that all of those nodes, and you know who you are because you'll piss me off and I shit all over you all the time. Just wish, wish, you know, shut up. Um, (laughs) And I, yeah, I I really love Tom Tom Holland as Spider-Man. He's great. I love the way Spider-Man fits into the MCU. I think it's done really well for a character that... Um, Disney don't have a lot of control over. I think they've put him in really, really well. Mm. Uh, and I think they've been absolutely respectful to the character. Mm. I think he he suits this world. He fits in beautifully. Um, I feel like there will be a way around it. I don't think it's the death knell for Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I think it's foolish on all parties if it is. Mm. Because... You can have, mo- you can have Marvel movies without Spider-Man. Mm. Yeah, you can you can keep going without him. Yeah, yeah. But you can't have a Spider-Man movie without Spider-Man. And if they're associated with a multi-billion-dollar franchise, that only works in your favor. Mm. So I mean, Sony could just do their own franchise of Spider-Man. Yeah. Why not? They're entitled to do it. Yeah. Um, but I don't necessarily know if they have the right formula for it. And Venom was kind of more of a testament to that. Yeah. Which yeah. was, which I felt was actually a good movie, but yeah. wasn't a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. You know? yeah. And I think the movies that we've seen Spider-Man in, um, are great movies as a general, if anything, he's at least a, a great portrayal because he's a great character. Mm. Um, you know, we go back to... Um, to Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Great portrayal. It's a great character. Yeah. You know, so the character does a lot of the work for him because he's so good. There's so much to do with him. Yeah, yeah. But I think we've really seen him come into his own and develop. He's had time to develop. Yeah. I think in the MCU. So Uh I think it's unfortunate, actually. It is. um, Because he is one of the more interesting and one of the more relatable and one of the more consistent superheroes Mm. in the franchise. Yeah, yeah. Fulia. Yes. Um, so when I heard about this news, I was actually quite disappointed. Um, you know, that Disney and Sony couldn't come to an agreement or to a deal, um, you know, just to get the, to have the films continue on in the MCU. Um, it's, it's really sad to, to know that if this really is, going to be the case that we're no longer going to have a Spider-Man in the MCU for the future of Phase 4 and, you know, and so on. Um, Because, Wayne, you're right. Tom Holland is a great actor and he plays Peter Parker so well. Like, oh my goodness. I have, like, I've only ever seen the Tobey Maguire iteration and Tom Holland. I haven't actually seen the Andrew Garfield Mm. version. Um, but But between the two of them, um, I think Tom Holland is like just a little bit better um, in terms of playing, you know, uh, Spider-Man. And I just, I love how he portrays the character. And I, you know, if, if Sony and Disney can't, you know, finally come down to a proper deal, then I, he will be sadly missed. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> Um, so yes, um, it is, it is quite sad and disappointing to hear about this news, but 
I don't know. I feel I feel like maybe something might come about that we can hopefully still see Spider Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so fingers crossed. Mm. Um, yeah, that's a very short sort of uh, answer from me, from from me. But um, yeah, what about you, Kendall? Well, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you got a lot to say about this. Yes. Yeah. I had a day of mourning. Mm. Um, <laughs> it was, yeah, I was not happy uh, to hear this news at all. I'm still not happy about it. Um, the only thing I will say for for it working out this way uh, is the fact that, thank goodness, that they actually got the full character arc done mm. before this happened. Yeah. Because it's the if the, you're going to remove him from the universe, now is the perfect time. Mm. Regardless of whatever little setting up that they have ne- they have done, yeah, um, in Infinity War, Endgame, and Far From Home, um, you know, where that they've they've done everything that they've set out to do with this character, and that's what Kevin Feige said um, as well. So, um, so that's that's a relief. However, um, it's just really upsetting because you know. Um, the reaction from the fans has been in, intense. Just some people have gone a bit overboard. Um, no. as the, as what, a sh- <laughs> what a shock. The internet went overboard on something. Um, but, you know, I mean, everyone expresses their rage in different ways. Um, and that's fine. You're allowed to do that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's just, it just sucks because, you know, they made him an Avenger officially. Like he was... Yeah, that's true. You know, officially, finally an Avenger. Um, and then everything in Far From Home with, um, you know, connecting Tony to, to Peter um, was such a great choice storytelling-wise to do. Um, and then, yeah, so that where, where the, you know, the seeds for the future were, were, were left... Are now you know? Can they even mention those? Can they? What what what's going to be the boundary between referencing films mm, and not yeah. referencing films? Can the MCU reference Spider Man and say, oh no, he's out of town or something like they can't use him, or or do they not mention him at all? I'm imagining the Sony f- f- Spider Man films will probably not be able to mention the MCU at all now. Mm. Um, so I yeah, it's just it's 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 heartbreaking. Um, we are thankfully getting at least one more film with Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Thank God, because as yes, we've all said he's incredible, such a good Spider-Man. Um, in fact, I think he's my favorite, the best one. Like it's, I mean, it's like I said, you can't compare because mm. they're all different versions and iterations, and they were all good for what they were doing with their franchises. But there's just something about yeah, having an actor who is close to the age mm. and looks like he could be that age. Like yeah. Tom Holland's in his early 20s, but he looks like he could be 16. Yeah, he's a baby he's face. He's a baby yeah. face if there ever was one. Although if you were to cast Tom Holland when he was actually 15, he would have looked, he would have looked 10. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you seen the photos of Tom Holland at 15 years well, old? Have you seen the movie The Impossible? Because he was about 15 when he made that. <laughs> yeah, he looks six. And he looks <laughs> real young. Baby boy. Um, yeah, but he's just a phenomenal actor. Yes, uh, and I'll, I'll watch. Agree. I'll watch him do anything. Um, but he's yeah, he's sticking around for at least one more film. But it'll be a yeah Sony standalone, separate. And given the events of the end of Far From Home, 
it's going to be really interesting to see what they can and can't do with mm. with these big twists in that happened in the film. Um, yeah, but as for the future, yeah, future of him, I think will be fine. Like there is definitely a possibility that this deal could be renegotiated down the track. Mm. Um, I'm still waiting for the new- to wake up to the news article of uh, Disney by Sony and not surprising shock move because they have <laughs> all the money. Why not? Yeah, like literally, I'm just waiting for it. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think yeah, the the world will go on. Sadly, um, we will get to see more Spider Man. They may come to a deal, but you know, if they don't, they're they're going to figure it out totally fine. Mm. They will. The MCU will carry on. They haven't even announced officially Spider-Man 3 anyway as part of the MCU Phase 4 or anything, whether or not it was going to even be in Phase 5. Who knows? That could have also been due to the fact that they were in talks mm. with this deal at the time that Phase 4 was announced at Comic-Con. So, yeah, like, so the MCU is going to be fine, you know. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's like, was Wayne, you said that, you know, the Sony's... Yeah, Sony's just going to kind of suffer, I think, because I think so. they don't make the those movies like Kevin Feige makes those movies. Yeah. And like, yeah. The, you know, the formula that the MCU have works. Yeah. You know, now whether that means that the movies, you know, they're not they're not flawless films by, by any no, means. No, 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 no. But it's a formula that works. And works if you have so a fan well. basis that enjoys the formula... Why would you tamper with that? You've got the winning combination. Yeah. So, and let's be honest. Like, it is lovely that there are a lot of creative people allowed to be creative. But the suits want money. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, they do. At the end of the day, they want to get paid. It is about making the most money as, as possible. And it's a detriment to Sony to sort of strangle out Spider Man because at the end of the day, if. The team at Marvel are doing all the work of building Spider-Man up. You then just need to put him in one of your movies. Half your audience is already there. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're getting an actor they recognize. He's looking the same. Comic book movies tend to be in very similar style now, I feel, regardless of, uh, you know, I think even the DC films, yeah. you know, tend to all, you know, are looking the same. I mean, it's, it's, it's the style. They're all... Heavily reliant on computers, so yeah, yeah. Know, so they're going to end up looking the same. They some, they in some all ways. fit in the same box. Mm, yeah. But again, I think comic book fans enjoy that because mm. it's it's the style of them, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think it's just only a detriment to Sony, and I don't think Sony will let that happen. I would not be surprised if we see Tom Holland return in an MCU movie as Spider Man. That will not surprise me. Yeah, and you know what would be cool. If they did it and didn't tell anyone. Yeah, yeah. true. Maybe they probably wouldn't even tell Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> because he would tell everybody. Because he would yeah. tell everybody <laughs> what I just did. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, because one final thing before we move on. Um, I, just on that, because, mm. you know, Marvel Studios just gave Sony over a billion dollars. Yeah. For this film. Mm. So... Yeah, yeah. They're not, they're not, if this is the way things are going, they're not going to make that money again. No, no, no. And it's I don't know. It's it's difficult because really, in terms of Sony, all I can really think of is the film Venom. 
I mean, I don't, uh, Kendall, do they have a lot more superhero movies under their belt? They are, well, times? currently, no, but they are uh, in post-production for Morbius, The Living Vampire, starring Jared Leto, right. which is going to be in this Sony Marvel universe that they're building. Um, and now that Spider-Man reverts back fully to Sony, mm. um, there's a possibility of Sony, uh, sorry, of Venom and Spider-Man crossing over. Yeah. Now. They can be a part of, they can be a part of the same universe at least. And whatever they're doing with Morbius could connect as well. But yeah. I don't know what else they're planning at yeah. this point. It's like the staple of characters. The stable of characters isn't as huge. No, no. Cause yeah. you've only got Spider-Man and his rogues gallery really yeah. to deal with. Which so. again, Look, I'm sure is fine. Which is still fine because that's that's a good rogues gallery. But let's be honest, though. Like, that's the the appeal of the MCU. Yeah. That's the appeal. That's the appeal of the DCEU. Is seeing all of your favorite heroes mix. Yeah. Yeah. Like for sure. I mean, if you just want to blow a nerd's mind, let's merge Marvel and the MCU and the DCEU together oh, for one film. Wow. That's, I mean, it's, that's, you want to talk about negotiations. I was literally thinking <laughs> yeah. that. I'm like, the amount of pens on paper. Yeah. But, I mean, because that's the magic. This is why a film such as Who Framed Roger Rabbit still holds. It's not necessarily because it's even a great story. It's the most simplest of stories. But we get to see these characters interact with one another. Had never happened before. And we know will never, ever happen again. Yeah. It's magic. Yeah. Well, it's like, for me, the, 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 um, Favorite favorite parts of you know big superhero movies like the Avengers mm. films. The, my favorite parts are always the ones where characters meet for the first time. Yeah. So going back to the first Avengers when Iron Man, mm. uh, Cap, and Thor are all in the forest. Yes, I Doth, do love that. Scene. Doth Mother know you wear her drapes? Like, <laughs> classic. Still, it's like who the hell are you? Yeah. yeah. And then again when it happened in. Um, Infinity War, when the Guardians met the Avengers, yeah. like it was the same thing. And then you had all these characters meeting, Doctor Strange and Tony Stark meeting for the first time. And do you brilliant. know what's lovely about all that is though? We know who they are. Yeah. They don't know they who, don't they, know know who, who they, they are. are. And what, you know what it's similar <laughs> to? It's like when you've got your different circle of friends. So you got your work mates, you got yeah. your school yeah, mates, exactly you got is. your nerdy mates, yeah. you got all of these, yeah. and they cross paths, and you're like, what? Yeah. It feels what? weird. It does. It, it feels weird. It's like, no, you, you're not supposed, you're not supposed to, not. to be yeah. in the same place. Yeah. So, no, so that, yeah, you're right, Kendall. Like, and that, that is my point. That There's such a huge value. It goes beyond novelty. There is value mm. in terms of storytelling, in terms of fan appeal. Yeah. About doing that. And Sony limit themselves ridiculously now. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Very much so. And also that means I just had a thought. We're not getting... We probably won't be getting this Spider-Man Deadpool crossover that so many people want. Mm. Now now that Disney are in Deadpool. Mm. That probably won't happen. Uh, at least not for a while. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So that's our very long answers. Yes. Our very long gut reactions. Time to get into your responses. Yes. And at least the first one is short. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall. Yes. Over to you. Oh, all right. Let's, let's strap in. Okay. First response comes from Steve Garstone. Hey, Steve. Hi, Steve. Hey, Steve. He says, and I'm cracking my fingers. Ugh, big response. Here we go. The future of Peter Parker in theater is bleak as hell. Sony pictures have shown time and time again. They have no respect for the IP they have. 
What they do has been referred to as strip mining, and it is a reputation well earned. Uh, knowing Steve personally, I know exactly how he feels about Sony and Amy Pascal and a bunch of other people, and I'm <laughs> not surprised to see this response at all. So this is great. Uh, the MCU will move forward without missing a beat. Peter was mostly linked with Tony, so it will not be causing any plot holes if he just stops showing up all of a sudden. He will be missed, of course, and we were lucky to have him when we did. Amy Pascal has made no secret that she hated partnering with Marvel and had no intention of doing something like that again. She is vindictive and treacherous. See what I mean? Mm. She will absolutely and intentionally use the Tom Holland version to do damage to Marvel Studios if she can. This isn't just long, lingering shots of Sony products being used by our heroes. They create plot holes, ignore character utterly, redesign everything to look extremely different, etc. But the heads of Sony pitches, Tom Rothman and Amy Pascal, are the biggest villains of Spidey. Marvel were able to do more with just cameos of Spider-Man and other movies than Sony have done in the last three full title movies dedicated to him. What's worse is if Sony attempt to use Tom Holland going forward, it can do real damage to the MCU's clarity. Mm, so how wow. do you really feel, Steven? Yeah. <laughs> that was a great response. You held back a little, mate. Yeah, yeah just keep going. Um, yeah. Yeah, great response. Yes, he's he's not wrong. Um, just in, It's just ridiculous. There's a bunch of stuff online about Tom Rothman being a terrible kind of like money hungry producer not mm. really caring too much about you know the content just as long as it makes him money yeah so let the student um, let the other studio do all the work for you yeah, yeah exactly yeah because yeah. the thing is if they have a spider-man movie even with tom holland if it's shit house it'll be shit house it's not a reflection on Tom. Oh, no, not, not at all. Not a reflection on the character. But no. if it's just made badly, it's just made badly, yeah, right? Yeah, So, are we then going to go see part two? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, Andrew Garfield made great Spider-Man movies. But the momentum from the audience just was not there. No. You know? Number one was really good. I really enjoyed number two. Yeah, it wasn't as good. Mm. But the fact that it didn't warrant a number three surprised me, to be honest. Yeah, I think I think that was a box office uh, slash reviews kind of. It didn't do hit. well. It didn't do as yeah. well yeah. as they wanted. Um, yeah. they, they were again the problem that a lot of comic book movies have. They were spending too much time setting up the sequel. Yeah. Than focusing on the story at hand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, I agree with a lot of what a lot of Steve is saying. He is very clearly upset and um very concerned and yeah i you know it kind of makes me a little bit concerned kind of reading all of that fully what do you think um i don't really think much all right (laughs) sorry that's okay no that's okay (laughs) yeah i do agree with steven as well though like it's almost like a be grateful for you having for for as long as you had him, I suppose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, we're, I think we're all very grateful. Yeah, because they, you know, again, they did well. And you can exit. I mean, there's so many bloody characters in this fucking franchise. You can exit <laughs> some of them <laughs> or keep some dormant. Yeah. And it doesn't really impact, Yeah, you know? and look, if I'm honest to Marvel now have X-Men and Fantastic Four that they need to focus on yeah. for down the track. Yeah. So that'll be their priority, I think, now that Spidey's... Uh, 
left the web. Yes. <laughs> Spidey got squashed. Spidey got squashed. <laughs> so, um, Thanks, Steve. Our mate Phil Hunting said, Phil. There will be some shenanigans in a deal made. Both parties are too smart for it not to. They're currently looking at how to save face for now. It's an interesting point of view, Philip. You can, similar to what I had thought as well. I'm like, I feel like they will come to something. Mm. Yeah, there seems to be consensus from a lot of people too, is that they think they will. And I, at first, I was kind of thinking that because, you know, uh, Disney were adamant that James Gunn was not going to return mm. for Guardians 3, and then lo and behold, it happened. Yeah. Um, so, problem, who knows? Yeah, the only problem here is you are dealing with two two big studios yeah so it's a bit bit bigger of an issue and Um, everyone's playing my dick is bigger than yours yep Mm. oh yes they are um yeah so yeah like we've been saying it's definitely possible um for them to come to an agreement down the track we'll just have to wait and see Mm. Mm. thanks phil our next response comes from ash hall ash hey ashley and he says spider-man's bitch good riddance Spider-Man's a bitch. Good riddance. Sorry. Uh, just kidding. Possible spoiler alert. Uh, it sucks. But mainly because of the cliffhanger ending from Far From Home. Now there is a piece of the MCU left unresolved. Although with the smart writers they hire, I'm sure it won't be too hard to recon- to retcon the resolve in another movie. I know Sony is talking about continuing the Spider-Man movies, but they have... They have it easy because they own the rights to the characters involved in the cliffhanger. So, my thoughts are this. The MCU's post-Spidey is going to take a bit of work to sort out where their story is going to go from here. But Sony has it easy. Also, I have a... a what? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, Ash. wow. Okay. No, I'm not, we're not reading that. No. All right, let's let's forget that we mentioned that last sentence. Thanks, thanks, Ash. Um, yeah, you know, I'd arguably say that the MCU has it easy as well because you literally, they could literally keep going. As I said before, there's no, they haven't officially announced Spider-Man films, no. and Spider-Man sequel anyway, and with story arcs being concluded and wrapped up, despite what they teased, I feel like it's. They, they're definitely on a path now where they don't even have to acknowledge anything that's yeah, happened. Uh, at least, yeah, barely at all. I don't know. But, yeah. But he's right. Those Sony do, definitely do have it easier. They've got all the, you know, everything's in their basket. The balls yeah, pretty much. Mm. So it's, things would be better for them. Thanks, Ash. Thanks, Ash. Uh, next we have Trudy Cox. Hey, Trudy. Hey, she says, Tom Holland is so far the best Spidey. Um, he's my favorite. And these movies are far better than the previous ones. Mm. I think I even fell asleep through the one with Jamie Foxx in it. Uh, ha- in it as the electricity guy. Lol. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yep. She really liked that one. His name's Electro. It's in the title. Um, I didn't want him to leave the MCU. I'm now very sad. Oh, Trudy. Yeah. We're all sad. Maybe Trudy, just turn that frown upside down. Yes. <laughs> you can do it. Yes. Uh, speaking do- of Trudy, just to sort of go on a little teeny tiny thing. Um, I got to caught up, catch up with her for the first time since we actually saw each other in London. Oh, <laughs> cool. She was down in Melbourne with her husband, Trent. 
they were having a, I think they were here for a birthday party over the weekend and I got to catch up with them before I got to go to work on oh. last Monday. So oh, that's cool. It was so great to see them again. I'm so glad that I got the chance to catch up with them. Thank you very much. Yay, Trudy. <laughs> Trudy Yay. Now, now, now it's up to me to go and see them in Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Excellent. Um, thank you, Trudy. Thanks, Trudy. And James Hibble said, I'm too sad. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Hopefully someday Disney own it again and he comes back older as a more mature Spider-Man. Ooh. That would be interesting. That is an interesting concept. Yes. But in saying is. that, Tom Holland will still look 15. Yes. <laughs> Very true. Unless they give him some kind of weird facial hair that just looks really bad. You know what? Tom Holland is probably going to be the only actor in history who will need um, aging technology to actually make him look his age (laughs) (laughs) or older no just his age just his age okay (laughs) I could totally do that too yes yes James I'm very sad too it's just it's a lot don't worry James just turn that frown upside down (laughs) because you know Spider-Man hangs upside down a lot he's always smiling always smiling (laughs) that would be cool though if they like brought him back down the track mm. in like five or six years at least like yeah. a lot further and then they did like you know like tom holland's peter parker's now working you know at the daily bugle or working somewhere well, yeah. at the daily planet no um, <laughs> as much as i'd love to see that no <laughs> you don't think him and jimmy also would be catching up over a coffee oh i want that yeah. i want that i was literally about to say he won't compared to Jimmy Olsen at the Daily Planet and, you know, support you. But then you were like, no, have them in the same scene. I'm like, I want it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. <laughs> um, yes, yes. So that, that would be cool if he just if he just popped up. Mm. Um, oh, I can see it now. Post-credit scene, adult Peter Parker. It's great. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, James. Thanks, Thanks James. James. Our next response comes from Adam Snell. Hey, Adam. And Hi, Adam. He, <laughs> and he says, he'll be back. This version of Spider-Man only works in the MCU. He's too tied in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Adam and I have been talking about it at work, and yeah, he seems very adamant that they're just going to figure it out. He's not really willing to hear any arguments to the contrary. <laughs> He's just like, no, it's it's too tied in. I'm like, mm, yeah, I yeah, I mean, I want to believe that, I really do, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, I I sort of I kind of agree with Adam in the sense that. You know, something is going to happen. They probably will end up coming down to some sort of deal, mm. whether it be favorable to Sony or to Disney or to both. It has to be in Sony's interest. They, they hold yeah. all the cards. Yeah, they do. They hold all the cards. They do. They really yeah. do. Oh, dear. Thank you, Adam. Thanks, Adam. Thank you. Next, we have Ryan Mills. And he has posted a gif of Captain Holt saying, how dare you? (laughs) Detective Diaz. I just want to go off on that rant. Uh, For real, though, I don't know. We got James Gunn back, so maybe we'll get Spidey back as well. We haven't even had a movie without him yet, but I miss him already. Aww. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. Don't worry, Ryan. Just turn that frown upside down. (laughs) You'll be fine, mate. I think we're getting a bit tired of that saying. <laughs> no, it's over now. That's the third time. Yes, I know. <laughs> three. It's a three. Great comedies work in <laughs> yes, three. Yes, they do. Um, and yes. you know what, MCU? Great franchises work in threes as well. They do. You're about twenty ahead. <laughs> 
Hey, there's a lot of individual trilogies in there, mate. There really are. Yes. You just called me mate. <laughs> okay. Yes. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm just emphasizing. It was a cutting mate. 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 <laughs> yeah. Weirdness. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. I'm impressed. Great. Mate. <laughs> mate. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Shannon Craven. Hey, Shannon. Said, I don't like it. I feel hurt. Such a loaded question for me because there's so many different aspects of it. And I feel like that I would want to touch on before concluding that I feel hurt and betrayed. (laughs) And this is what I think will happen. (laughs) The short and sweet version of it is that I feel hurt. I feel let down. I keep expecting someone to save the day and no one will. No one can. Keep holding on to hope that someone will. I keep holding on to hope that this is some sort of gimmick or a publicity stunt to get people all riled up. And then all of a sudden, no, it's happening. Disney and Sony have repaired things and Spider-Man is back on track. But I don't think it's going to (laughs) happen. So I had to... So Shannon gave me this his for his answer in the form of audio. Yeah, and Shannon, you know what? You've delivered the most melodramatic answer <laughs> I have ever had to read out on this show. You read it like that. That's how he said it. It's no. how it's written. <laughs> no, no. See, in the audio clip, he's actually not that melodramatic. He doesn't come across this way. He sounds he sounds very sad about it. And so, he... did you tell him to turn the frown upside down? No. <laughs> No. Okay. Um, so from what I could understand from his tone of voice is that he he feels that um, there are so many aspects of this situation mm. that he could talk about and discuss, but because there's so much of it, he didn't want to go into detail about so it. So he, he clearly loves the character. I mean, he he's... does, because he plays um, Spider-Man DLCs on his shenanigans content. Right. And he absolutely loves the character. Yes. So. Well, I mean, look, you can you can tell. Yeah. You, you can absolutely tell. Should I read it again? No. Okay. I'm... <laughs> I'll listen to it. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> no, no, but, but Shane, you're right. And, and this is the thing. When you're yeah. invested in a character, mm. yeah. it's you, you know, they're, they're real people. You know what I mean? Like you really be- you believe, you yeah. know, when you're in, in, in the in the movie and watching, watching the film and stuff like that. You, you believe that they're really unfolding. I mean, we've got such... Attachment to the characters that we love. No, of course. Like, really. Like, you know, and uh, clearly Spider-Man is is one of those characters. Mm. Shannon, and who could blame him? It's been a wonderful portrayal. Yes. And, yes. But I still think it's not over. It's not over, peeps. No. Superhero, they bounce back. That's true, they do. Yeah. Well, But who's going to be the hero in this situation? Mm. Pondering. Mm. Mm. Maybe that should have been the popcorn question. <laughs> My lord and saviour, Kevin Feige, will come to the rescue. <laughs> yes. 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 Okay, as long as you believe it. Yes, I do. Yeah. Thanks for the answer, Not Shannon. Like all the movies he's produced have been great. <laughs> they've, they ha- all been, they've all been pretty fantastic. Okay. Yeah. If you say so. I do. It's oh, true. Well, well then, that's, that's the only opinion that matters. And next week's <laughs> question. <laughs> Yes. Thank you, thank you for everybody else's hey, responses. Thank you, yes, thank every, you, every single one of you. Thank you so much. Really appreciate so it. So now, next week's question is: If you could hand print, if you can hang a print of any scene from a movie on your wall, what scene would it be, and why? Hashtag tell Fred. 
Wayne, why did you have to write it in such a way that I could read it? I wrote it how it was written originally. You should have just copied and pasted it. For those playing at home. That is copied and pasted, essentially. Wayne, oh. Wayne typed out the, ends, the, the, the question and, oh. and wrote hand a print instead of hang a print. Yes. And we've just lost our shit. And there's no wall in it. He's completely missed the wall. What else did you hang a print? Or hand on your Oh my god. <laughs> so, yes, next yes. week's question. Any print from a, a scene of a film uh, on your wall? What scene would you have on your wall and why? It could be from an epic action film. Yes. It could be from a romantic film. Like, it could, yes. It could be. Thanos doing his magic. <laughs> It, it could it could even be Turn it a into scene, wallpaper. A scene from you know, a Disney movie. I don't know. Yes. An animated Disney movie. Something fantastic. Hmm. Yes. Something great. Yes. Whatever you like, use hashtag tell Fred so we can find your answers. Yes. Now what's up with Fred? What's up with Fred? Well I'm learning to read and write. Yes. Uh, <laughs> does it make your life easier? <laughs> Um, yes, well, Collectible Chaos, as yes. I said, top of the show, top 10 Michael Jackson moments, check it out. Brilliant Look. episode, Kendall. Thank you. And fully well yes. edited, as well, always. Thank you. Thank you so Beautiful. much. A joy to watch. Oh, great. I'm so glad you <laughs> enjoyed it. it. Yeah, loved it. Thank you. It means a lot. Um, yeah, so that was awesome. So please check that out. Now, the monthly is up as yes. well, mm. discussing favorite Harry Potter characters. Yes, lots of fun. Lots of fun. Deliriousness. Delirium. <laughs> Delirium. Seems to be a common thread. Huh? Yes. <laughs> yes. We love it. Yeah. Yes, yes. It works. It works in our favor as a comedy duo. Some of <laughs> some of that refusing to behave on this show is, is getting feeds over. It's yep. That's right. Um, it's getting infected. Yes. <laughs> And uh, in terms of podcasting, there was another release. There was. Yes. We did. We had a Fred Watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, our first craptacular special. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. So we reviewed the room. We, we did. did. I can't begin to tell you how much fun I had oh, <laughs> watching I... that film and reviewing it. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. It was so much fun to go back and listen to it again. Yeah, yeah same. It's been a while. It I has. really enjoyed listening. <laughs> it put, put me right back there. And I wanted to say, just as an update for people, I watched The Disaster Hey, <laughs> Isn't it fantastic? Oh my god. But how much also, I mean, it's hard to say because I watched it as well after watching The Room. Yeah. But it's like, I think it's a great film on its own, but it's just so enhanced. Have you seen The Room yet? 110%. I'm so glad I I, uh, waited to see The Room and then watch this because, yeah, totally worth it. James Franco is just phenomenal in it. And he he nails Tommy Wiseau perfectly. Yeah. (laughs) Down to the last. James Franco. James yeah. Franco does the best Tommy Wiseau impression you will ever hear. Yeah. Wow. So fully it's, get on it if you can. Disaster Artist is well worth watching. Yeah. I'll watch it again with you if you want to okay. watch it next time you come yes. over my place. All right. Because I loved it. It was it was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and go check out the episode uh, uh, where we review the room because yeah, it's it's, it's our it's, first craptacular review. It's not one yes. to be missed. Yeah, it's it's definitely a highlight I think for me out of yeah. all the Fred watches that we've done. Yes, yeah. You know, you know, coincidentally, last week's uncomfortable film question <laughs> was the room for me. Yeah, so. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, 
And yeah, and, and in terms of Fred Watch as well, the week before we also reviewed The Wizard of Oz. Yes. yes. So a nice contrast. So, yes. you know, a great film and a really horrible movie. Yeah, yeah. literally yes. two ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That so, was another great episode as well. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. It was really fun to watch again. Yeah. Hadn't seen The Wizard of Oz in a while. So. Yeah, neither <laughs> Yeah. Actually. So hopefully uh, we'll have another Fred Watch out soon. Mm. Um, is going to have a review out this week. Yay. Yay, written review. Yeah. Yay. So, uh, yeah, so there's two written reviews this week. So, yes. Um, once it's been published, there'll already be an MCU movie reviewed on Marvel Mondays. Yeah. What's this week's movie? Captain America, the, the first, first Avenger. Yay. Yes. Nice. So, yeah. So check out my thoughts on that one. Yes, please mm. do. I can't, yeah. wait. I can't wait to read it. <laughs> you just don't know what I've said yet. <laughs> hey, you liked Thor a I, lot. I did like Thor a lot. So I'm, a great, you were happy? I was so happy to I was going to say when I was writing... Uh, about a certain character and an actor mm. portraying him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't do it to appease you because, you know, I always try to do the opposite. But I'm like, it's an honest review. Yes. It's an honest, non-biased Good. review. And I've Great. just gone, yeah, this will please a certain someone. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to agree with me on this one. Yeah. He, he praised my man. <laughs> yes. yes. I do love Loki. I yeah. I love him He's so much. He's great. Yeah, he's such a great character. Yeah. Such a fun character. Yeah, so much fun. Yeah, and brilliantly played. So, yeah. So, yeah, so ha- I have reviewed Thor, and um, I've now reviewed Captain America, so that's up now. Yay. And, Fulia, you're going to have Ice Age. Yes. As well, which is one of my all-time favorite animated movies. Oh, my well. goodness. I, I have to say, Ice Age is probably one of my favorite um, films related to snow or ice or any sort of cold weather. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very specific yes. <laughs> sub-genre <Yeah>. for you. <laughs> But it's um it's a great it's a great film from uh, from DreamWorks and mm. I just and I I love the characters and I think you know Sid Sid just steals the show. Oh, John Leguizamo oh, as Sid. Like, oh my gosh, I love it. I fell in love with him. So good, and because um, I've got I've got all of the uh, I've got all the films right. in a mammoth pack <laughs> as it's called. Yeah, and I've still got to go back and watch like the last one or two that I haven't seen. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen, I think, the first three or four. Yeah, see, it's funny. I've only seen and owned the first two. Yeah, so I know I know it goes up to the third one where the third one's about dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Dawn of the Dinosaurs. So, uh, but then four and five, I'm not 100% on. I'm not sure exactly what they are. Mm. Um, uh, I've probably only seen it once, and that's probably why I don't remember. Uh, so I will go back and. I think and number watch four them. is Meltdown and number five is Collision Course. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or Continental Drift. Which Continental Drift. Yeah, there is oh. a Continental Drift. Yes. Yeah. Okay, maybe one's called. Maybe Ice Age 4 is Continental Drift and then number five is Collision Course. Potentially, yes. Yes. Yeah, I think I think the fifth one I haven't seen yet. The collision Course. I don't think I remember seeing Collision Course. Mm. Um, but, yeah. Um, yes. That'll be so cool. Can't. Wait for you guys to read that review. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be reading it. Great yes. film. Yes. And in terms of other uh, content from me, uh, Incompetent Gamers, as I said at the beginning, um, you know, Foolish Fuji, we're running through Lego The Incredibles. Yeah. It is actually um, the second film that I'm running through, not the first. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, I thought it would have been a combination of both. Um, or, you know, start with one and is then go the, into two. Is the game called Lego Incredibles 2? No, just it's Lego just Incredibles? Lego The Incredibles. Interesting. So I, that's why I was a little confused when I found out yeah. that I was actually playing through the second film. That, is, the that is confusing. Um, but 
nonetheless, I enjoyed the second film, uh, which I only recently watched this year. Uh, I think it was about a month ago. And um, now I'm playing the game. So it's, nice. And it's going through quite nicely. It's a lot of fun. Excellent. Because I love the Lego franchise. It's so much fun. Yes, the Lego games are very fun. <laughs> I own fun. most of them on my PlayStation 3. Great. Um, and I have um, Lego... Which one is it? Marvel? Lego Marvel on my Wii U. And I have uh, Lego Marvel's Marvel Heroes or Super Heroes. Yeah. Or Avengers, maybe. Uh, yeah. And uh, Lego Dimensions on my Xbox 360. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I've got a bit of a collection with my Lego Dimensions. Because mm. with that particular game, you actually have to get the figurines to be able to play them in the yes, game. Yes, correct. And they also come with their own like vehicles. Gosh. Yeah. Um, I swear I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> right. I think this is where I've started my love of building Lego now. Because Cute. not only do you get characters, you can get sets for Lego Dimensions that creates a little scene um, for, mm. the, for the gamepad. Um, so I've got the Ghostbusters one. Yeah. And I've also got the, um, the Fantastic Beasts one. Wow. Yes. Cool. And it's really amazing. And uh-huh. so you get the characters out of that as well. And yeah. it's a lot of fun. And I really need to collect the other dimension characters. But I have a feeling they're not making them anymore. <laughs> no, they're not. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So now I'm scrounging every store I can find that sells Lego dimensions for the characters that I really, really want. <laughs> Foolish Fuji's on top of it. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm all over it. So we're gaming, we're reviewing, yep. we're podcasting. Yep. Yep. Covering it all bases. I yep. reckon. That's it. Great. That. That was, was, was pod- a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Turn the Fred Yeah. Remember. Remember the 5th of November. <laughs> Remember who you yeah. are. Simba. <laughs> Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts with Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble where you can get apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery. With our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team, Unibums, Incompetent Gamers, our live stations, and more! That was the Fred Vlogs! That was! I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Wayne Cellini. I've been a Fulia Kantanamaju. And you've, you've just, just experienced, experienced a podcast, podcast called Fred! Fred. Yeah. Episode 82. Yeah, it was. Oh, thanks for listening. Remember to eat beef. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Next time, tell us how your week was. Yes. Please. That'd tell be us really how your nice. week was. Why not? Why not indeed? <laughs> Hashtag Fred Week. Yes. <laughs> I don't. How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> hey. And, and see. see.